You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I've just never seen that kind of business conducted mm-hmm. right in front of me in such a public place before. It I was, don't think I have either. It was kind of interesting. I mean, other than that, you know, at my neighbor's house, but I just assume that's what goes on there. Yeah, that's a different kind. This was a, That was a different kind. <laughs> this was, like, right there happening, and, like, there was a whole, like... Parlance they had. There was where did all, this like, even happen? Like, where does one even go to see this? Because now I'm curious. At a really, really crappy bar. Okay. A really crappy bar where okay. you would kind of expect it to happen, but not that publicly. Okay. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you all about it. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly appreciate it. And we do want to remind everybody that the tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Network party are on sale. They are. They're on sale right now. So you can go to our website at funemploymentradio.com and there's a banner ad right at the top of the posts that's uh, that you can click that will take you directly directly to where to buy the, uh, to buy the tickets. If anybody has any trouble with that, just uh, let me know because apparently it didn't show up for someone, but um, you can get them there. You also get them at hawthorntheater.com. But uh, the show is February 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater, so please get your tickets now. They are greatly discounted for the pre-sale. They are. They are $5 and then $10 at the door, so get them ahead of time. Why not? Why not? Because you know, if, if you know you're going to be there, you might as well just get it out of the way, so Absolutely. you don't have to worry about that hassle when you get there. Yes, the day. indeed. Oh my gosh, Greg! The listener uh, network party is a month and two days away. A month and two days. <gasps> oh my god! So excited! So ah! we hope to see all of you there. It's going to be so much fun, and we've got lots of stuff in store for you. So get your tickets now. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the link. All right. Um, all right. So where did this happen? I, I need okay. more information. Okay. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff we're going to get to today, but including I, a special secret guest. We do have a super secret guest mm-hmm. that's going to be joining us. Yep. And he may have some thoughts on this. I don't know, but I want to explain what it is first. What I saw. So. I witnessed an interaction, a business transaction, the beginning of a business transaction between a guy and a girl at a bar. And a so, man and a woman. A man and a woman. So mm-hmm. here's the deal. So um, Tristan Mayer and I were, were at a uh, kind, of, kind of a crappy bar. I don't know why we decided to go there, but um, a bar that's notorious for some, for some things that go on. Uh, maybe some, uh, it's, it's kind of like a meathead bar. Okay. Like there's meatheads that hang out there. Have I been to said meathead? You bar? have been to said bar. It's next to a bunch of other cooler bars, um, perhaps on the in the Hawthorne area. I'll just say. That. Oh, okay. I'll I know what you're that. talking about. Yeah. Just all decided right. to go in there because everywhere <laughs> else was crowded, and we're sitting at this table having a conversation, and all of a sudden this this very tall, clearly drunk guy comes stumbling behind me and almost trips on my chair. And he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, sorry, man, your chair was in the way." My, my chair wasn't in the way; it was just <laughs> sitting there. It, it didn't move. It didn't jump in front of him. Um, and he's like, oh, "I just I need to sit down a minute." And he sat down at an extra chair that was at the table, and he's like, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" And I mean, this guy was blasted. He looked like. Um, he, the best way to describe him is as a bro. If okay. That's a, if that's a, he was like the a definition bro, of a bro. A bro slash a douche. Okay. You know, a bro douche. Kind of, yeah, bro douche. One of those kinds of guys. And uh, he introduced himself to us. We're like, oh, oh, all right. Well, hello there. Have you ever seen him before? Friend? No, I've never seen this okay. guy before. I have no idea who this guy was. His name was like, I'll just throw, I think it was like Ike or something like that. Oh, I was going to say Chet. Yeah, it could be a Chet. Okay. A Chet. We'll call him Chet. All right. We'll call him Chet. So Chet is sitting there. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, I, was, I was just having some drinks, man. You guys, what are you guys drinking? Like trying to do this kind of stuff. And I'm like, dude, we really don't want to be friends with you. You just sat down at our table. And then it looks like, though, we're with him. And he Uh-oh. starts, there, there, there are some other ladies in the bar. 
and the there was there was a group of like three girls that were maybe a couple tables away, and one of them stood up. He's like, "Yeah, it's a nice ass," and starts yelling that at this girl. Whoa! And we're sitting with him, so then everybody's looking at us like we're associated with this. Oh, guy. you don't want to be associated with the no. guy who's screaming "nice ass" across no. the meathead bar. We don't want to be no. associated with him, but he's sitting at our table, so it looks like he's our buddy now. Ooh. And he's like, "Yeah, man, that's a good one." You're douchey by association. Douchey by association. Mm-hmm. I had no choice in the matter. And it's like, what do you do? Yell out like, "I don't know this guy." It's it's too late. It, there's nothing we can say. We're already. Douchey by association and so we're, we're it's kind of great I, I hope he gets up and goes away pretty soon and he starts looking around and he's like scouring the room just looking around for something and that's when I noticed that this there was a woman that had walked in the bar and she was ver- wearing a very very well as skin tight as you can possibly get it was a skin tight uh, little like skirt dress thing and with did it have a top and a bottom? Uh, did not have a top and a bottom. So, so that make it a dress, right? That's a dress. If that's it's a one dress. piece. Yeah. Okay, it was one piece. It was one piece, skin tight, with like a that. Probably, now let me ask: Was she able to rock the skin tight dress? Um, I I can tell yes. by your hesitation. That's no. I mean, uh, I'll say she's, she's not my type. Okay. Um, but uh, she was she was very comfortable in her skin tight dress. Okay. And. It was one of those ones that like cut off like maybe maybe a few inches above the knee and then had a slit that went all the way up, basically showing her ass. Wow. Oh yeah, I mean it was or basically her ass. Was she was out. in it to win it. Well, yes, she was. And so this guy looks over to her. He's like, "Hey, you uh, you're very pretty." And he's like, uh, "Yeah, I want to talk to you." And she didn't flinch at all. So normally you would think that the, a girl wouldn't yeah. that douche, would would be like, "Ew, get away from me." She was like, "Okay." And she walked over to him and put out her hand, and he took her hand and kissed like like the the back of her hand, like took it and did. Greg the is whole, demonstrating by kissing the back of his yeah, hand like you right do now. with royalty or something. Like she, he grabbed her hand and she let it happen. She just held her hand out and let him kiss her hand, and then he's like, "Okay, I want to go." Like started saying where he wanted to go with her, and he, he was really drunk and it was hard to understand. And she's like, "No, let's go talk over at the bar," and went over to the bar. Waited there, and he's like, okay, yeah, man, I, I got to go talk to her. And got up and went over to, to talk to her. She was a full-on prostitute. Seriously? Full-on prostitute. She wasn't just a girl with a loose she morals. She was not just a girl with loose there morals. There was a financial exchange. This girl was all about business. She was, it, was, it was a business transaction that was going on. And she wasn't even really that shy about what was happening. Like, like there, there wasn't any, she wasn't appalled by this guy, which any normal woman should be appalled by this man. I mean, he was... He, he was a piece of work and he was drunk and she went over with him and they sat there at the bar and like talked for a minute and then they both left <gasps> wow yeah you saw a real toot transaction I saw a toot transaction wow it happened right in front of me and the thing is she was she had come in with a couple of other girls too and those two girls like dispersed around the room it was a full on thing that was happening oh my god a full thing was happening there right in front of us and Tristan and I are both like, oh, oh my God, that just happened right there. They, they, they're, that's, that's a prostitute. And there's wow. two more of them, too, like walking around the room. Yeah. They'll just kind of space out. Now, was there mm-hmm. like a pimp kind of looking guy? I didn't notice a pimp looking guy. Okay. I didn't notice, but there were a lot of douches in there. Maybe he's just so, letting his, his hoes do it for themselves. I, I don't know. Maybe there was somebody uh, controlling all that in the background, you know, somewhere in there. I, there, was, there were too many people for me to actually, you know, wow. 
pick out who that was. Also, I didn't want to like try to pick out the the, the pimp guy. I didn't want to. Yeah, you don't want to make eye contact with the pimp. Well, and already we were we were associated with the guy who yelled out "nice ass" to the girl across the room. Oh my god! So yeah, so Wait, was, so the girl he yelled at it, it wasn't the prostitute. I don't believe she was. I don't believe she was a prostitute. I think she was just a girl that happened to be at the bar that he liked her ass. Okay, but she looked at our table. I mean, we were all associated with this guy. Oh, so we had no choice. We were we were already typecast in that. And then on top of that, the dude at the table is picking up a prostitute, you know, which to any outside observer would be our buddy we're hanging out with. Which, by the way, can we reiterate the fact how classy Southeast Portland is? Everybody? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. This place was so, th- this is a this is a crap joint. I mean, it's it's a joint where it's I'm not that surprised that that happens there. But it's but you've one, never actually witnessed. I've it never happen. actually seen it. So just right out in the open, just they're hmm. just negotiating business and heading on out of the heading on out. Wow, I like your little yeah. like your prostitutes walking out the door. That's yep. what it sounds like. Yep, that's how they prostitute. Okay. Well, she was wearing heels, so it's one of those things. <laughs> so anyway, it was it was uh, it was it was pretty interesting to me to see it actually happen right in front of me. I'm just saying I've never seen it before. It kind of uh, kind of was an eye opening experience. I have to say I don't think I've ever seen a, a prostitute transact a transaction in front of me. I don't think I've seen it. I mean, I think I've seen girls that look like prostitutes. Right. That I assume are, but I've never seen them actually like pick no. up and leave with their with their no. John. This girl was fully comfortable in what she was doing, especially just the way that she stood there with her hand out while he kissed it and then said to meet him over at the bar, you know, so they can finish up uh, negotiating or whatever. It was it was impressive. Wow. It was something it was something I well, maybe impressive isn't the right word, but I guess it was impressive the way that she was so confident in what she was doing. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're committing to be a prostitute, yeah. I'm pretty sure you she should would, know what you're she doing. She was open for business. Like yeah. if you're you know, you know if I mean. that's going to be your job, you should probably, you know, be comfortable with your job yeah. if you're going to be, you know, doing I suppose. I suppose <laughs> wow. so. Yeah, well, she was very comfortable. So there we go. Now yeah, the only time yeah, Tony's bringing up Vegas. Yeah, the only time I've seen like real life toots is in Vegas, where you see them propositioning right. people. But I'm seeing that. But I mean, that's Vegas. Like so much weird oh, stuff happens in Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, it's like normal. Vegas, that's different. Yeah. I've been propositioned several times in Vegas by by prostitutes. That's not a brag. But a real point. Southeast Portland prostitute. Yeah, where you're having beers. That's pretty. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. So uh, old Chet, he. Uh, might have got himself kind of lucky that night, so wow. I guess that's not really counting as getting lucky, though, if you're paying for it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Chet has a lot of money, and that is lucky for him. Well, maybe. I can't imagine a normal woman finding Chet uh, too <laughs> too enticing. Everybody like loves this. somebody. Yeah. Like yeah. So that maybe was, she finds his subtle wit charming. I don't think that's what it was. Yeah, she found his, his, his debit card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enticing. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we've got a bunch of other stuff to get to. I just had to get that out of the way. Okay. I've been waiting all weekend to talk about that on the air. So, okay. So if anybody else uh, has any comments on that please send send an email in I'm just I was curious alright bring on our super secret guest I just love this song too any excuse to play this well and the person who the song is for but also this song it's just the song mm-hmm. right. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio Mr. Aaron Duran oh hello hi hello. Aaron we hi. missed you last week yeah I was really busy last Monday so I wasn't understand. able to come in Sorry. Well, you missed the whole story of Greg's uh, ghost boy in his attic. No, no, I heard it. I listened to it, uh, actually, uh, I think later that afternoon, Mm -hmm. I actually listened to it. Well, that was last week. That was last week. No, no, you're host. Yeah. 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 All right, we can talk about that in a minute. All right. No, we don't have to. to. Well, maybe we'll we'll plan it for another show. Okay. Okay. All right, yeah. Just, Aaron, real quick, do you think uh, real boy or demon? Okay, well, if we're going to talk about it, we should talk about it. If we're not, let's... let's I just want to get his input really quick. I just, okay, we just, well, then we have to explain what it is that's happening and what, what went on last week, in case anybody didn't hear it. So do we want to do that or do we want to move on? What do you think, Aaron? Demon. 
All right. Well, let's just say really quick. So Greg has had a couple dreams. Let's just we're going to do this really quick. Greg has had a couple dreams where he is visited by a little boy in his. Uh, Greg sleeps in the attic of his house. He has been visited by a little boy sleeps that stands. In the room. Yeah, that stand <laughs> that stands at the top of his stairs and will talk to him. And the, this has happened more than once. And you can see the boy standing there. You were able to draw a picture of the boy. Yeah. This has happened to you a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And we posted that picture on Fun And actually, to be honest, I don't think it's a demon. I think you have something bigger going on. But that, again, it's like a whole other show. Like, I could go on and on and on and on for... See, if I'd have known, I'd have brought more material. I actually did some research. But it, really? It's, it's not done. I'm not done gathering all my notes together yet. All right. Well, okay. Well, we will we'll, put a pin in it, and then you can tell us next week. Yeah. Okay, next week we'll Ooh, go into we'll go in depth on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's a whole there's a whole subcategory of paranormal investigations that have to do specifically with with children uh, entities that visit people repeatedly. Or it's just a dream. It's happened twice. I mean, I'm, uh, it's happened a couple of times. Maybe it's happened more than twice, but yeah. Oh, so now it's being admitted that's happened more than twice. I don't know. He doesn't. You me. should raffle like a limited number, maybe like no more than like six. To help, you know, help pay for the network because it's your business. Mm-hmm. You should um, like raffle tickets to win an investigation at your house. Like I'll lead it, and six other people. <laughs> like that's gonna happen, Aaron. <laughs> you could do it at the listener party. That'd be a really good event. Raffle off the I. Yeah. Uh, no, because this is where I live. <laughs> it's my house. Oh, I don't know about that. It's your house, but it's somebody else's playground. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, we'll we'll think about that. We'll think about that. Well, Aaron is holding something in his hand that he was able that he found. All right, yes, (laughs) we'll put a pin in the the ghost boy. We'll come back to that next. (laughs) You're actually calling him the ghost boy now. It hurts. <laughs> the weird dream me, I had. Quit poking me. The weird dream. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, when uh, all right. So when Aaron showed up today, you know we are uh, the the Fun Employment Radio Studio is in Southeast Portland. It's in a big building. We've got like a lot of other businesses that are in here. Mm. Varied, mm. extremely varied, different businesses. Yes. And there is a uh, there's like a, a billboard or a what would you call it? a bulletin yeah, like board? A bulletin board. board. Yeah, bulletin yeah. board. Where different businesses can put up their advertise their services. Mm. It's like where Sarah leaves passive aggressive notes. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Except for this one isn't in my apartment; it's uh, in the hallway, (laughs) right? (laughs) And Aaron, when he walked into the studio today, had a card in his hand advertising some kind of business that's here, apparently in the same building as us. And uh, maybe you can explain what this business is. Well, I don't know what the business is, but they're clearly either organizing or they are a major sponsor of this event. And um, it's happening June 16th through the 20th, June 12th through the 16th uh, this year. Okay. All right. So, uh, so, so you got time. You got time. Aaron is not associated with the event. No. He just found the postcard. No, I saw it last that. week coming up to do Geek in the City Radio <laughs> up at the elevator, and I was like, is that what I think it says? And then today it was still there, so I took it. There's like three more, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, good. They can still properly advertise <laughs> oh, yeah, their event. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. I don't know if it has a... Well, okay, I'm just going to its official name. First on the card, big, big letters. It says, Surrender to the Ecosex Convergence. <laughs> what the hell is Ecosex? I don't know. Saving your jizz? Oh. Oh, oh sorry. Well, I just went right there. You just you really just, did. You just really, ripped off that ow, band-aid. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean... All right, so, so wait, so Ecosex Convergence. I, I, yeah, I don't know. There's And you flip it over and it says Ecosex. That's what actually caught me. I'm like, what the fuck is Ecosex? Yeah, what is that? I don't know. All right. uh, but all around is like earth, community, pleasure, love, sacred, intimacy, stewardship. Oh, Ecosex... 
Oh, wild. I don't know. There's All right. Writing everywhere. Well, I'm looking at this on their <clears throat> website. Uh, it says, Surrender the Ecosex Convergence. And it says, Are you yearning for a real connection? Mm. Are you longing for sanctuary with nature? Are you willing to. Im- what? Are you willing to embrace the earth as your lover? Oh, wow. Is this Not some like evil dead stuff? Well, no, if it was an evil dead sex party, I'd... No, this sounds... I shouldn't have said that out loud. I would go to an evil dead sex party, oh. but I don't know if I'd go to this. No, but, but you this, know what part no, I'm talking about. Yeah, no. What yeah. this sounds like is a uh, is an orgy in the woods. Is it that does, basically what this is advertising? It does sound... Well, it, says, it, says, it says, join us for healing ritual, ecstatic dance, organic local food. That's, that's good. Uh, forest meditation, yoga, and erotic temples. <laughs> Whoa. Erotic temples? Erotic temples? I don't know what an erotic temple is, but I kind of, I don't want to go to one, but I kind of want to, like when Data was in that duck blind on Star Trek Insurrection, like I kind of want to watch an erotic temple without actually being a part of it. Oh my oh, God. God. It sounds like Temple of Doom, temple. but without heart ripping. Uh, what it sounds like to me is somebody's got a big, like, eight person tent and there's a bunch of people humping in Someone's it. Someone's got a oh. con. That's the erotic temple. Yeah. I guarantee that's the erotic temple at this thing. Well, it says there's going to be workshops on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does, on deep ecology, whatever that is, sacred sexuality, permaculture, polyamory, and more. Oh, this is this yeah. is a swinger orgy type thing. This yeah. is an, a stinky orgy party in the woods, I okay. think. Yeah. I'm going to make a guess as to where this is. There's a whole write-up over here, too, on this. I page. mean, this website is serious. There are, like, pages of intimacy so, with because it says three to five days in a private pine and oak forest. <laughs> oh sharing God. love for the earth and each... Attention, whoever wrote this. Space bar, people. <laughs> Between the earth and each other. Three to five days out in the woods. Wow. You know how smelly that's going to be. Yeah, well, maybe that is going to be stinky. Maybe they, maybe they, when they're done having sex with the earth, um, they can wash themselves in in Mother Nature's streams, in her, in flow, her juices, her sacred flow. <laughs> Rick Rutherford is in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com/slash live, and he said, "I imagine the Quaker lady who wanted to move in with Greg is going to be there." Yeah, remember that lady when I yeah. when, I, when I was looking for a roommate, and yeah, she had posted that about how she wanted to like share feelings. It's got a, that, it's that's got a website. Something. It's got a URL. What is Should it? I say it? Yes. All right. I mean, they put it up. Whatever. Yeah. We're going to give them more hey, promotion than they're ever going to get. This is free advertising. So it is uh, all one word. Okay. Clearly. Uh, ecosexconvergence.org. So I'm looking. They have a very thorough uh, website here. Good for them. And I'm looking at their etiquette and ethics. Mm. And uh, so they have all these different uh, sections. And a lot of them are about... Uh, Sexual expression and exploration. Sure. Please explain. Uh, it says, uh, when you're there, you have to adopt an attitude that is curious, open, accepting, and loving. Be curious about your own responses, desires, experiences, and those of others. Be open to trying new things. What they are saying, they're saying, yeah, if you come out here, it means I get to do you. That's what they're <laughs> I mean, trying I to say. I think maybe they've got to give permission. <laughs> like, I don't think you can just, like, slip your finger. Why is that? <laughs> oh, my saying. God. I don't know why that is. <laughs> I would say, that's in their mind. Isn't that what they're I saying? I mean, it goes... Am both ways, Greg. Like you're hanging out there, you're chilling. Maybe you're like, no, I know, and, you know, I and all of a sudden you're like, Boop, like you feel something in the butt, and you hear yeah. a voice like, you gotta be good with this. Yeah, see, and I'm not okay with it, so <laughs> I'm not. No, no. All right, so there is. So it says that. Uh, so there's respect. So a 20 acre section of the campground is dedicated as Lilith's Forest. So this is the place. This 20 acres is I where you can run around full, <laughs> fully nude, because on the rest of the camp you have to respect uh, yourself, one another, and the earth. Respect your sexual so. 
sovereignty. Nobody owns your body but you. But in Lilith's Forest, it's like Thunderdome of humping. Full nudity is welcome in Lilith's Forest. Um, let's see. Please keep genitalia when you're not in Lilith's Forest. Uh, covered <laughs> through the main camp at all times. Dude, that is totally what's going on there. That is, that, that is, oh, wow. All right. So they two they, men enter, and she's got to like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what they're saying. Who runs Lilith Forest? <laughs> All right, there's privacy. Um, I love how everything's Lilith's Forest. All right, it says, please express negotiating consent. It's getting hot in here. I'm going to take off my hoodie. <laughs> Touch intended to arouse in private spaces, or in, uh, so in your personal tent or in Lilith's Forest. Keep oh. masturbation in private spaces or in Lilith's Forest. Well, oh, so he's going to dodge streams of cum oh, in the... Oh, God. Lilith's Forest sounds terrible. Lilith's Forest sounds like a nightmare. Although I kind of wander around it and just hum the Zelda theme. do 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 Oh, you gotta dodge. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Well, oh. I mean, at least it's very clear what you're getting into if you do go to that. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, there's a section called... Uh, do you think there's like a line, like like a border? Uh, like, like, know, yeah. it, like, you're like... Oh, uh, not quite uh, in there. Uh, uh, uh. You've crossed into Lilith's forest. <laughs> Fingering for all. <laughs> Welcome oh to Lilith's forest. God, you guys. It's too late now. It is too late now. Present your bum. <laughs> You've just given permission. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so if Remove you want to go, covering. no, apparently it's a bunch of dwarves that are running around that are doing. <laughs> sure, this. I don't know. Yeah. So, guys, you can get a three-day pass to Lilith's Forest and uh, the rest of this experience for one hundred and fifty dollars. Five days for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> wow! Wait, five days? Well, I mean. That's cheaper than a toot, and that's five Where days. Are they ch- it says registration for children and teens. Oh. What? I don't think they're allowed. I don't know. Maybe they are just. Maybe they can stay in the other areas, but not in Lilith's Forest. I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, really, I, really, I really, really hope know. so. Mm-hmm. I would hope so as well. Ugh. <laughs> wow. And this is in our building. Well, this isn't in our it's building. Not it's in happening. <laughs> no, it's not it's happening in our building. No, the postcard was put up in our building. Okay. You, that's all we know. You know who put this up. I know who put this up. You do? I could almost guarantee who put this up. All right. Well, that, let's not say it on air. Is it no. something that we would all know? The 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 shoe guy. No, oh, I don't oh, think so. No, we've actually so. become friends with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not him. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, Maybe he's all right. Maybe it's All right. This sounds like a third floor person. Yeah. This sounds like yeah. somebody. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different businesses in here. It would be tough to, tough to narrow to it, nail it down. down. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Is there like a... Is there like a list somewhere? Of all the businesses in here? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now I really want to know. I mean, there's a I'm kind of curious. Lot. Just like I am with of, Gathering of the a, Juggalos, I'm kind of curious about a, the eco-sex convergence. Convention. I want those two to meet. <laughs> I mean, there's, I would say, a hundred plus businesses in this building. So, And there's a couple of really touchy-feely ones. Yeah. There's a kind of lot like, you know, aura massage. Yeah, I don't know. This could be a lot of different people. Well, anyway, there it is. If you guys want to go to the eco-sex convergence... Uh, not a sponsor just... of Fun Employment Radio. Let's make sure that's clear. Nor yeah. are we a sponsor of them. No, um, and neither, we don't desire to. <laughs> no. Why don't they just call it Wood Orgy? Like just. <laughs> yeah. You know. Welcome to the Wood Orgy. Yeah. Just, just go forest. straight to what it is. Yeah. Straight to what it is. We want to hump in the forest. Just that's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, more power to them. Whatever they want to do, that's that's their business. I really uh, can't get over the Lilith Forest thing, though. Yeah. Wow, I'm just looking at some of the pictures on this, and they all look exactly as how you would think they would look. Exactly. Oh, there's pictures? Full rich people? No, stinky hippies. Oh, but, oh, but large, yeah. though, right? Or are they skinny? They're, it's either going to be too oh, skinny or too big. A, probably a mix of everything. Yeah, I think it's a, you know, hey, I'm gonna go eco-sexuality on a limb knows no boundaries. I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, 
mainly white. Yes, that's all I've seen. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. A bunch of white ladies dancing that, around. That definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoop. Almost said it. <laughs> oh. Put a cap on that. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, there we go. I wonder if... I kind of uh, want to watch. Not like watch, but like the same reason why you want to go to see Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. Or like any of those things. Like, I don't think I want to go to this, though. It just seems smelly and gross. Mm-hmm. I need to pitch Travel Channel, like Geek on the Road, where I just go observe other like subcultures. Yeah. There are probably so many, like, I'm sorry, but if all of these hippies are in the woods not bathing, having sex with each other, there must be so many, like, sexually transmitted diseases going around there. Oh, yeah, but they're probably, like, natural ones, which sounds weird. What is, that, what is a natural one? I don't know. But <laughs> Like infections? And they get too much <laughs> moss. A lot, a lot of scratching, I bet. Oh. <laughs> so much like, scratching. not a lot of oh. lethal STDs, just ones that are really annoying. Oh. You know? I don't know. This just really doesn't... Oh, this is, yeah, this is not something I want to be associated with. Mm-hmm. I do not want to go there. You don't want to... Uh, this is more... These people are more terrifying to me than the Juggalos, I think. You don't want to sing, dance, and sleep under the stars as we reunite with our lover, Earth? Okay. I don't mean to sound gross, but is this, are they going to be having sex with, like, trees and stuff? I don't... Because well, they say, like, don't make the Earth your mother, make it your lover. Doesn't that sound... <laughs> well... <laughs> Mother. I mean, if you do go just by that Mother. definition, that does certainly seem like that's something that would be. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, anyway, there it is. That is apparently Maybe Mother something. Boy will play there. <laughs> Mother. Well, if anyone is planning on going to this thing and doesn't mind us asking all kinds of insane questions let us let us know yeah although I don't think anyone that listens to this show is probably going to not anymore sex convergence we've alienated them I think <laughs> well I don't know yeah yeah they may not be a listener anymore because um, but I mean you know hey more power to you whatever you want to do we're just saying do you have you to put be up, naked in if you put up a postcard advertising the event we're going to talk about the event <laughs> like, I mean that's, in- that's free reign for us could you invite furries furries into Lilith's forest is this Just make it a whole magical kingdom of humping? You probably could. I, I mean, imagine there's some. Or do you have to be naked in Lilith's forest? Yeah, I don't forest. think you're required uh, to be naked anywhere. They're saying that you can be. Oops, sorry. You can be naked in Lilith's forest. Oh. Um. Okay. But I don't think mm. it's required. Yeah, you're probably looked down upon though if you're not. Yeah, that's true. I, I imagine you're, you're going to be ostracized a little bit. This really just sounds like early late seventies Oricon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does. <laughs> well, good for them. There's a picture of a hawk on the front. That's kind of righteous. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Ooh. Well, uh, since that was an advertisement, I wanted to tell you guys really quick about an advertisement I heard on the radio. I want to know if you think I should do this. So. Yes. Whatever it is, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw this thing on the, I saw this thing on the radio. I heard this thing on the radio. I was flipping through the channels because all it is is commercials. And uh, I heard this commercial for this thing, and I don't know if I should maybe apply because I think I might be a good candidate. Okay. It is a commercial for people... Who are excessively sweaty. <laughs> like, what do you mean? What like, kind of like, they, like you sweat. Like, it says, like, uh, they're doing a study, and they'll pay you for the study if you are an excessively sweaty person who, uh, you know, without exercising or doing anything, like, when you're not really moving very much, uh, excessively sweats. Okay. And, and that yeah. is totally me. Yeah. Did you just... Yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm already sweating. Yeah. yeah you, you, you are an excessive sweater. This is true. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I am also of the... Yeah. Oh, and I we sweat do it well. together, Aaron. No. So what is no. the study involved? <laughs> I don't know. It says, like, are you excessively sweaty? And this was the first one of those commercials that actually reached out to me. I'm like... It yes, you at, it yes I am. Yes, I am. I can't Power even remember radio. the last time I was able to wear a light-colored shirt. It's just like, oh, do you sweat for no particular reason, even when you're not moving, if you're just sitting? I'm like, yes, that's me. 
I want to do this. And so I think they're doing a, a local study here in town about excessive sweatiness. Should I do that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, usually they pay for those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, they do usually, they pay? Yeah, I don't know yeah usually there's do. some kind of... I mean, they're either going to give you a placebo or an experimental drug. Oh, yeah. so I'll still be and able to... they won't sw- tell you. They won't tell you. Yeah, and I'll get the placebo and I'll just be sweatier than ever. Oh, yeah, but well, maybe, you also maybe may, by mind power you, yeah, you may stop sweating. You may oh. get some benefit from the placebo effect. Okay. Because they don't tell you... They, they, no matter what it is, they tell you you're getting the medicine. Mm-hmm. All right, so they lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not very Well, cool. not, that's how it works. They only lie to half of you. Yeah. And not half of Sarah, but half of the people... Hmm. That, that's you how, do get that's paid. I did work. it. You get paid? Yeah, I did it. Uh, God, like eleven years ago when I was when it was a it was a dark time for Aaron's mm-hmm. employment. Uh, it was about a, six months before I met Jen. Yeah, yeah. What kind um, of study? Uh, for new asthma medicine. I actually wasn't that broke, but um, I couldn't afford insurance at all. Yeah, and because of the at the time I worked at the city, but I wasn't a city employee. I was a temp through them, so okay. there was no insurance. Had to pay my goddamn union dues, but I didn't get insurance. That was that was fun, um, and I couldn't afford insurance on my own. And my asthma was getting really bad. And Primatine Mist, which is the horrible over the counter, it's basically just speed. Like wasn't <laughs> doing it for me anymore, and I was jittery all the time. So I signed up for one. It was a it was an asthma test, and I signed up for it. Yeah, did you get the real one or the placebo? No idea. Oh, they it never tell you. Did, yeah, I didn't really get. I didn't really get all that better. And they, well, the thing is that they wanted you around when you were relatively healthy. Okay. Like so, if you were sick, you couldn't do it. Okay. So it wasn't like I actually needed it, but yeah, I made like a thousand bucks. Ooh. Wow. For like a ninety-day study, I think. How it's many times did you have to go in? I had to go in once a week and report on how I was feeling, how my breathing was, and they would, you know, blood pressure, and they, you know, like I'd be on a treadmill and they'd get my heart rate up and see how my breathing was doing and stuff. Um, oh, so all I have to do is just—I mean, I've had. You got to fill out like forms. Life. Like they'll have to make sure that you qualify. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'll qualify. You probably will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, and they'll ask you like your medical history. Have you ever had, ever had like these diseases or this or this? Mm. Usually, it's like diseases that kind of forever alter your biology and how you react to medicine. Gotcha. You probably haven't had any of no. those. Yeah. Have you had monkeypox? I have not had monkeypox. Okay. There no, but it does still sound terrifying. Yes, it does. No, but uh, I think you should do it. All yeah. right, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna investigate and try make, to find out. Yeah, make yourself be, a science test subject and it's show fodder. <laughs> like I don't think you're, I think you're not. A, I don't think they stop you from saying you do it. Okay. Huh. I think you can like go on there and like. So I went to do the testing today, and it was like. like I think as long like, as you don't like specifically <laughs> mention. Things. What if you get like really weird side effects? Like you start sweating in like oh. one patch of skin. <laughs> Like one cheek just That's sweats true. I profusely. Because I have heard about people like getting Botox in their armpits to make mm-hmm. them stop sweating. Adam and Carolla like, did it. Did he? Yeah. Because he would get excessive scalp sweats. Huh. So I guess they said like they inject. It was either his scalp or the armpit. And basically he said they inject it and it kills everything there. So like, but like then it, you start sweating excessively He's like else? that means in other parts of his body like he just drips. Oh. And I think it's because I think it's he gets the really heavy like me. He gets like the head sweats. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why summer is brutal to me. Like, my eyes begin to sting for how, like, I look like I've been running a marathon yeah. after being outside for five oh, minutes. I what feel what like your, just your knuckles start sweating profusely all the that's, time? I would like, take my knuckles going, over. Are you kidding? Your knuckles dripping sweat all the time? That, that's I don't know fine. I would good. be able to wear colored shirts again. I, yeah, like, I can't even remember. Towel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. be all, like, you set your hand on something and it's all... Gross and well, she wouldn't afterwards. be a sponge. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean, think that you don't know what kind of drugs. actually drip out of my knuckles. You don't know what kind of drugs they're giving you. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing this out there. Okay, uh, Jasmine in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com/live suggests. What about if it makes you grow lots of hair? 
Oh, like that doesn't hair. even make any sense. Well, you don't know. I'm saying whatever these drugs are, just be prepared for weird side effects. I have had a prescription deodorant once. Dry that stuff's, that stuff's brutal. It hurts. It hurts, but it makes it stop for a little while. Mm. That's what's bad with me is I can't actually use antiperspirant. Yeah. Because the, the, the chemicals they use, like I about three years ago, I, I started breaking out in horrible rashes. No matter what kind it was, the aluminum, the zirco- all the, the the actual chemical that prevents mm-hmm. sweating. Yeah, like it's all nice and graphic. Like the underarm area of me was turning into like crocodile skin. Oh, like it, it was horrible. So I was like, I wonder if it's the antiperspirant. So I stopped and just went to like really strong deodorants, and that like the rash went like it went away. I was like, well, okay, guess I never use antiperspirants ever again, and I don't. <laughs> it's our huh. armpit talk. And Greg's not very old. You get the sweat oh, of Africa sweat. on the front. Well, oh yeah, I get chest sweats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've, I have some pretty severe chest sweating that happens, especially if it's hot outside or after I'm um, like walking or running. Just it'll just soak right through any shirt. Oop. So yeah, I will. Uh, weird. I, I have that problem. Yeah. yeah, the chest sweats. I have the chest. So sweats. if you got a free Botox in your chest, would you take it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm okay with my chest sweats. You never know what kind of shape it's going to form into. So I'm I'm all right. With it, it is pretty mm-hmm. exciting when you yeah. when it's starting to form a shape. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think I want them injecting me with weird chemicals. <laughs> but I I want you to do it. Yeah. No, I totally want. Well, to. by the time they get to the human testing stage, they've kind of. Like they've worked whittled out most down. of the bugs. Well, all right. let's just yeah. say they haven't whittled them all out, or it'd be on the market. <laughs> or they wouldn't be testing well, this on is humans. The, yeah, this is the final thing. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Is all I'm saying. <sighs> all right, I might do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. All right. Well, um, there was a lot of things that happened this weekend uh, in the world of uh, world of balls. Should we go ahead and do a little bit of ball talk? Heck now? yeah! Because I feel like it's my duty here to. Uh, to let everyone know what happened so that if you're at work, even if you don't follow sports, and you hear everyone talking about this, you'll have some idea of what's going on. <laughs> so you're not left in the dark. So let's, uh, I got a list of things here to get through. And there's a lot that happened this weekend. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. First up, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and get this clear and put it out there right now. Someone in this room made predictions about who was going to win the NFL Conference oh. Championship games over the weekend. <laughs> You're starting with this, okay. And someone in this room was 100% correct. Oh, God, I was so worried for your well-being. Yeah. I really was. <laughs> well, I honestly was getting nervous. There were two games that happened <laughs> it this was weekend. Bad. One was uh, the Denver Broncos taking on the New England Patriots. Someone in this room predicted the Denver Broncos to win, and lo and behold, yes, they did. And in the second game, the Seattle Seahawks took on the San Francisco 49ers. Now, even Vegas put this at a three-point favorite to the Seahawks because they were at home, which basically means it's a draw. Mm. It means they didn't know who was going to win, but somebody knew who was going to win. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so glad you're I'm here, I'm taking Aaron. credit for this one. The Seattle Seahawks won, and I predicted that too, this Super Bowl. Seattle Seahawks How many Denver death Broncos. threats were you getting like during the game? Let me just game? tell you, the reason I'm doing this is for all of you that were out there sending me emails <laughs> and Twitter posts, somebody in this room, and... <laughs> I wasn't talking about... I was worried for your life. I was like, oh man, I don't want to be at Greg Nibbler right now. <laughs> Who were all talking about the death threats I was going to get because people have the idea that my predictions are a curse, that I'm a cooler when it comes to making my predictions. And instead... I was right. So everyone who was uh, who was sending me all the emails threatening me and Twitter posts, which I was getting some threatening ones. Um, were you really? Yeah, I think they were joking, but I don't know. <laughs> no. I really don't know. I was, it was a lot. People were railing on me. And uh, I'm just saying, I was right. 
Oh my gosh! So yeah, when it finally when they finally pulled ahead, because that's the first football game I think I've ever watched in its entirety. Like actually sat down, game. yeah, and watching it was brutal. But yeah. man, they hit each other hard. That is that was gnarly. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is gnarly. So let's get to uh, let's get to some of the things here that you're probably hearing about today in the world of sports. You hear people talking about um, one. I'm just going to get this because this was really bad. Uh, one of the uh, one of the San Francisco 49ers players. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm pulling up his name because I his name is uh, Natoro Navarro 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 Bowman. Anyway, Bowman for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. He had a bad injury that happened. I managed to avoid that, but I saw all because I watched it with a bunch of people, including Greg, yeah. and I just watched everybody's faces as they were watching this. Yeah, I don't want to see that. And yeah. don't please don't put it in the chat. Yeah, knees please. don't. Bend no, that yeah, way. please don't put that in the chat. Yeah, this this it's a really bad. I mean, and it sucks to see this this happen. So uh, Navarro Bowman. Uh, ended up his leg bent the wrong way. Oh. It sounds like it's a torn ACL, which actually it could be worse. So it's yeah, a, that's I, still really bad. Yeah, but I remember I mean, you guys speculating be, like he blew out his entire knee or something. Yeah, I mean it, that still could be a career-ending injury. But Navarro Bowman was hurt, and um, so anyway, that's that's always awful to see. There was a Seattle fan that uh, led. Uh, I'll talk about this in a minute when 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 that happened. Maybe we'll, maybe we won't. It was yeah. just bad. Anyway, so that there's that. Uh, but the big thing that everyone's talking about has to do <laughs> with the Seattle Seahawks star defensive back by the name of Richard Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> and in the final play of the game, the San Francisco 49ers tried to throw a touchdown into the end zone, and this guy, Richard Sherman, stopped it. He knocked it up into the air. His teammate intercepted it. Boom, game over. Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. And and the uh, in the ensuing like celebration as everybody ran onto the field, ESPN reporter Aaron Andrews ran right out there, or Fox reporter, she's a Fox reporter now, uh, ran right out there to get an interview with Richard Sherman because he just basically made the game winning play. Richard Sherman is known as kind of a kind of a loudmouth. He's also probably the best defensive back in football. No, he is. He even has like there's even the numbers that prove it. Statistically, he is the best cornerback in football. He period. is very very good, and. Here is the interview that happened. So I'm going to play this, and then I'll talk about the different reactions, and then maybe we can give uh, what our opinions are on this. So I'm just going to play it without any opinion. Here's the interview. This is Aaron Andrews running out onto the field, interviewing Richard Sherman right after he had made the uh, game-winning play. The game had just ended, and he's wearing his conference championship hat. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you're going to shut it for you real quick. L.O.B. I got to see that live, I and it too. was amazing. It was awesome. So there is what was posted. There is what, he, what his interview was, and we can re- replay that here and again. Um, immediately, there were lots of different reactions that happened by people. People went online uh, criticizing Aaron Andrews, saying that it was her fault she should have handled the interview better and that she should have kept him longer. I don't see what else she could have done. You know, I mean, the, the guy was very heated and excited after winning the There's game. There's not much she could probably do with her producer screaming in her ears. Well, like- she also came out and said that uh, her producer told her to cut the interview away. Oh. That's where the interview went, because they were worried that Richard Sherman was going to use profanity on air. And so... I'll say this The criticism of Aaron Andrews Is just uh, Why I mean she did her job She did what yeah. she was supposed to do I mean, She let the guy talk I Yeah mean, you go into the field Like literally like Two minutes yeah. after they've won the game Yeah this is the game That's like, changed his life Yeah they are so Still pumped up On adrenaline and energy like, You're not gonna get 
the fact that you got anything even legible out of anyone is amazing. Right. Absolutely, and and I think I think she did a good job. She did what you're supposed to do for that for the reporter side. Then there is other there are other people, a lot of other people. It's kind of like two sides on whether Richard Sherman is an asshole. Or whether Richard Sherman is just an athlete who was pumped up at the game. We have totally a chat room divided. Probably. It's like 50-50 right now, as it is everywhere. Like You see like one post about like pro-Sherman, one post anti-Sherman. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And now there, you can have different opinions on that. There is Before we get into the opinions on that side, let's just get to the side that's absolutely untrue. And that is what people started posting on Twitter. Naturally, anytime this happens, you get a whole bunch of racists that will pop up on Twitter. That's just Deadspin compiled shocking. a bunch of them. And yeah, it was people just there are racists out. on Twitter. Yeah, I know, shocking. I just can't believe people still use those kind of words and put them out in a public. You, it, yes. I know. I just it's, I it's am shocked. Ridiculous, Ugh. ridiculous. And like I said, we'll get back to what Sherman said. You know, whether he's a jerk or not, he is none of these things that he was described as on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And even the people calling him a, a thug, I want to address that. Like the guy is a Stanford graduate. He was pumped up. He, you can call him an asshole. Yeah, but he's not like a thug. Listen criminal. to enough sports How talk. Everybody's radio. saying these. You this. know what thug is code for? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, and that's true. That's what it is. It's just it's ridiculous, yeah. and you know. That, so I think the debate should be whether you think he's an asshole or not. Yeah. Not any of these other things. He's he's actually he does a lot of uh, great things for charity. All that stuff off the field. He's a good dude, but he still can be an asshole. Yeah, and that's the debate is whether or not what he said was right or wrong, whether he was a jerk or not. The thing is, th- this guy just won the biggest game of his career. He had the biggest play of his career. He saved the team, won the game, and he was pumped up. He also had the biggest play of his career and the biggest game of his career so far against the player that was kind of talking Yang about him for a while. Mm. Well, Tried to get into a fight with him at a charity event. Well, and that's the thing. Not that uh, Crabtree is the nicest guy Wow. Out there. Well, and that's what I was going to bring up, too. So they, there was a... No, that's okay. So to give a little bit of backstory about why he... Possibly why he was so pumped up about Michael Crabtree. <laughs> and that is true. That uh, Crabtree, I guess, tried to... Crabtree has talked a lot of shit of his own. And uh, Michael Crabtree was the receiver that Richard Sherman stopped. And that's who he was talking about in that. And uh, yeah, at a charity event for... Another NFL wide receiver, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, I guess Sherman approached Crabtree to shake his hand, and then Crabtree tried to start a fight with him. What? So uh, Richard Sherman did not like that, and his response, I guess, was, I'm going to make a play and embarrass him. Now, this was last summer, supposedly, when that (laughs) happened. And sure enough, here's the guy who (laughs) allegedly tried to start a fight with him after he tried to shake his hand, and Sherman knocked him down, won the game against Crabtree. And you'll also notice when he was walking up to him, yes, Sherman was talking shit. He also held out his hand. I think that's what the what he was alluding to, the handshake that Crabtree didn't give him before. So after Sherman knocked down that pass and Crabtree was walking off, yes, yeah, Sherman's kind of a prick, but it was kind of funny when he walked up to Something him and held out his hand. Sherman put his, his hand, hand out and was probably, he probably wasn't saying good game. I doubt he was I'm saying good game. I'm he put his hand out and said, told you, sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still, the cameras are on you. You can walk away from it. You can shake his hand. You can walk away from him. What you don't do is smack him upside the head. Bottom line is, yeah, and that's the thing. And you that's know, what Crabtree did. And that's what Crabtree <laughs> did. You know, I don't, I don't blame Crabtree's response either. But I mean, the bottom line, the guy, the guy did it. He backed up his talk. You know, and he is an athlete. That's what he's paid to do. And he's, you know, maybe a little bit over the top. But I really don't think he's the worst person of all time. No, and then like like 10 minutes later when he was doing that post-game interview, he was totally normal. Yeah, he said, yeah, I was pumped up on the field. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Dude graduated second in his class in high school and 
has a communications de- which granted as a communications major yeah. myself <laughs> me too it's not the hardest degree out of there <laughs> right. but I sure shit don't have one from Stanford yeah. yeah and that's the thing the guy went to Stanford like he's he's no idiot so don't well, yeah you know he's not dumb I guess I'll say that yeah he's not a dumb guy he, you can still be an idiot and and smart, I, I think the fact that he looked when when Aaron whatever name Aaron when Aaron she Andrews. interviewed him he knew. Yeah, he was pumped up, full of energy. But the fact that he was, he looked, he didn't, his eyes were all, his eyes were a little wild. But yeah, like, yeah. he looked right at the, the camera. camera yeah. He knew exactly what he was saying. And I don't think that guy would have dropped an F bomb or shit. Like, yeah. he knew exactly, he was, he was passionate, but that's a dude that is yeah. no fool. And one thing, just to address this too, because uh, Loki in the chat says he went to Stanford on an athletic scholarship. That's true, but Stanford still has very high. They, they don't really cut their uh, yeah, Stan- athletics or uh, academic standards. Stanford is athletes. no like roll tide where they'll let you take like yeah. basic math and get a get a C minus. Yeah, you you still have to have the grades and be yeah. intelligent enough. They don't just accept anyone, which is why their program's so great because they have extremely intelligent and good athletes. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, anyway, that's what I'm throwing out. I'm saying. If you think he's an asshole, that's fair enough. I was just so excited because I've never been able to catch, because I don't watch a lot of football um, early on, but I've never been able to catch one of those things live before. Mm -hmm. And like we're all sitting there watching that, and I'm just like, as soon as I was watching this, I'm like, this, we're watching something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is something that's going to be a big something as it's happening. The guy's got a massive opinion of himself. But he can also back it. His like thing, the numbers show, he is not full of shit. Well, yeah. here's he the other is th- the best out there, and the numbers don't lie. Well, I mean, and here's the other thing too. All he, don't lie. He talked no. all this shit. Yeah, all <laughs> don't lie. CTC. Um, you know, the Super Bowl is in two less than two weeks now. He's going to be going up against Peyton Manning. If Peyton Manning schools him in that game, all this shit talking is going to come right back on him. He did. Mm. He actually, that's the that's the thing. You talk enough shit, you got to back it up. He, he actually backed it up this time. He actually wrote an article this morning, Sherman. I forgot what side it was where he's talking about like we're about to face the most dangerous quarterback in the NFL. The number one defense is now going to face the number one offense, which are the Broncos. He's like, mm-hmm. that's going to be a challenge. Cool, I can't cool. wait. Yeah, he's like, these wide receivers are dangerous. They're unpredictable. They're fast. He says we are finally going to fa-. like. He knows that he's up. So the guy like talks big shit about himself, but he also knows when he's got a real challenge. And he didn't think Crabtree was a challenge. He thinks Peyton Manning and the Broncos are going to be a challenge. Yeah, oh, so no, he like, respects him. He'd be, yeah, he'd be dumb not to think so. Yeah, no, no. that's gonna. I think that's the, yeah. The passing game of the Broncos versus the Seahawks defense. Like, I can't fucking wait. To Ooh, watch it, that. it will be good. Fun. Um, so the one other thing that Sherman posted, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, we're post, putting all this stuff out there just because <laughs> there's so much stuff that happened this, this weekend. Is and what if you don't follow sports, is talking about. I want you guys to know what's happening. So the other thing I referred to Navarro Bowman, who is the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I think he's a linebacker. He's a linebacker. Yeah, um, who had his knee torn ACL. Horrific injury And as he was being Carted off the field There's video of him um, You know He's on on Like the golf cart When they're taking him off And his head down You can see There is popcorn That is thrown onto him As he's leaving the stadium Granted This is probably Some asshole Who was probably One drunk dickhead One Yeah One drunk asshole This isn't Respective of all This doesn't represent All uh, Seahawks fans But one asshole Threw popcorn on the dude Who had his knee blown out That's that's lame. Yeah, that's just lame. And um, Richard Sherman actually came out with a statement today about that, and he actually said, um, "One thing I can accept is what I read after the game about Seahawks fans throwing food at 49ers linebacker Navarro Bowman as he was being carted off the field with his knee injury. If it's true, it's beyond terrible. That's as low as it gets. I'm sure whoever did this is in a small minority of fans because I don't think that kind of action is an accurate representation of the character of the 12th man. That's what Seahawks fans call themselves." 
Novoro Bowman is a great player who plays the game the right way. When he went down, I dropped to a knee and prayed for him. He deserves better than having food thrown at him as he's carted off the field. All players deserve better than that. So that was Richard Sherman's statement about the uh, video showing popcorn being thrown. Yeah. Oh, that's so tacky. That just grosses me out. Yeah. And that's like the, that's, you know, how one stupid asshole can ruin everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like now that's going to be like, you know, the, the whatever, 100,000 be... people that were there, one drunk dick was throwing popcorn and now yeah. everyone gets that label. Yeah. And that, that's true. But, you know, don't be an asshole. Yeah. That's the guy who's an asshole, whoever threw that popcorn. So there we go. That is the story that's going on with the Seahawks game from last night. That's the Richard Sherman stuff you're hearing about. There it is out there. I have never seen any player, not in a long time, that has been referenced more so by people that I, you know, that are huge sports fans and that people that I know don't even usually watch a lot of sports. Yeah. Like, everyone has a fucking opinion about this. Yeah. It's kind of... Well, like, and in a weird way, like, probably can't get it on this show, but, like, when you see someone's reaction to a player like Nate Sherman, like, you can't discount his race and the issue, and you see a lot of, like, the ugly shit that Americans still do, mm-hmm. like, come bubbling out. And they're like, oh, I didn't call him the N-word, but he's a thug. I'm like, man, you... Well, he's... Look, you know, when you say thug, you know what you mean. Yep. Yeah, and... Yeah, the, the guy is not a thug. You know, I mean, he's... No. He's a competitor. And uh, the other thing that we were... I was going to reference to is that Richard Sherman actually posted something um, five hours ago. Aaron was talking about this, too, on SI.com. They posted I think it was an open letter. And... Um, I'm not going to read the entire thing, but it's him talking about the incident, talking about what happened with Crabtree, telling his side. It's very well thought out. He's just writing about it. And As he's if saying by a communications graduate from Stanford? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's entitled, To Those Who Would Call Me a Thug or Worse. I show passion on the football field, but that's only a small part of who I am. If you want to judge me, I can handle it. And then it went through, and he, he just wrote about the whole night. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. So I suggest reading that if you have any uh, thoughts about him. Yeah. All right. There we go. Um, moving on to ball talk. I have to say, I'm never excited about the Super Bowl. And it's, it's I'm kind game. of excited about it's this a big one. Game. It's a big game. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's also interesting that immediately started tweeting, uh, uh, going, uh, going on Twitter was about the fact of which two states these teams <laughs> represent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seattle, Washington, and Denver, Colorado. Coincidentally, the two states that have legalized marijuana. So, <laughs> Super Bowl 420. Woo! Super Toka Bowl. <laughs> so it's, uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of that that's going to be coming up. And, and I'm just going to love the fact of, well, of course, they're all going to New York, so they can't there. No. But you know they're all going to be trying to. There's, there's going to be so many New York policemen, or New Jersey policemen, I guess, out trying to bust uh, all, these, all these fans smoking weed. Do you know if it's both... Are they going to show the game like in the the Seattle Center, whatever their fucking stadiums are? Because I know like most, I don't know. Like they'll project it on the big screens of the stadiums because those are two stadiums that are just going to be stank. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. oh god, they will be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I would assume they are, but I, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but that is that is one of the other uh, one of the other things that's going along with this. Um, there were a couple other things that happened in Ball Talk. I'll just uh, say this. The uh, of course. The Denver Broncos beat the New England Patriots, and one of the big things that's become famous over the last couple of weeks is Peyton Manning and how he says Omaha at the line all the time. I caught a little bit of that game, and I didn't understand what was going on. All I heard was the Omaha, Omaha. Omaha. Well, it became a big deal last week when they were playing the Chargers, and the Omaha Chamber of Commerce and a bunch of different <laughs> like Omaha stakes all came out thanking Peyton Manning for all of the free publicity, which is not what he was doing, but nonetheless... They, there's a group of a, several different companies that went together and said they would donate 
uh, combined, it was $800 to a charity every time he said Omaha. And he Damn. said it 31 times. So there was $24,800 donated to... Um, I, I don't have the charity in front of me. It was a, a foundation, Peyton Manning's Foundation for At-Risk Youth. Mm. So they received uh, $24,800 for Peyton Manning saying Omaha wow. 31 times. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, moving on to Baltac. We'll just go to this. This is, this is something for Sarah. <gasps> for me? Yes. Since you are uh, now have a little bit of interest in, in football, Sarah, there's an article that just came out. That is uh, from from Cosmo, which we don't oh. normally hear about Cosmo in ball talk, and it's about. But you're talking about Cosmopolitan, the the magazine. Yes. What? Okay. Yes. It's an article teaching ladies how to look hot for the Super Bowl. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, Greg, really? <laughs> okay. So tell me how to tell me how I can look hot for the Super Bowl, Greg. Well, if you were going to the game, what they say is, you know, you better bundle yourself right up because sexy doesn't catch cold. But don't forget your team logo iPhone cover because there's no better way to show off your fashionable fandom than to take a bunch of selfies. Um, then oh, it wow. also says here, all right, you're heading to a sports bar. You never know who you might meet at a sports bar on Super Bowl Sunday, Sarah. So why not put your sexiest foot forward with an outfit that's both game day appropriate and super hot? How in God's name do you find a sexy Super Bowl outfit? Well, one thing you can do is wear a bracelet that jingles because it will make celebrating those touchdowns all the more fun and festive. I believe this is a real article. No, this sounds like a Cosmo I, article. I, 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 have, I have read Cosmo. Before. If it's, if it's, uh, I'm seriously. I think this is a real article here. Um, <laughs> if you're having a lazy night in, color coordinated sweats will help you get in the mood for the big game. And flashing a little team themed lingerie will leave your guy paying as much attention to you as he does to the game on screen. Are you kidding me? Is there team themed wow. lingerie? Oh, yeah, oh there's, sure. There's yeah. team themed everything. Oh, seriously? Oh yeah. man, the NFL is probably the best. There is probably no other sports out there, sport organization, that is better at marketing the NFL. Like, they do not fuck around. Huh. Yeah, this is from Cosmopolitan.com, and the actual title is Four Ways to Look Hot When You're Watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ladies, this is really easy. If you're not at a Super Bowl party and it's just you and your significant other, uh, just an oversized jersey. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's it. Uh. Yep. That's good. That's it. That's good. That's done. Shows you like the game a little bit, and it's hot. That's that. And you know, not to sound bad, probably no underwear. Yeah. Aaron's just, fashion tips. Just saying. No, mm-hmm. Greg, am I wrong? No, you're you're right. No, yeah. you're, you're, you're you're correct. Just like there's nothing hotter than the next morning when she's wearing your oversized shirt. That's the. This is true. See, yeah. <laughs> that's the look. All of that. <laughs> so there we go, ladies. If you would like some more tips, you can go to cosmopolitan.com for your sexy Super Bowl looks. Oh wow! Thanks for ready. the thanks for the tip. Yes, Greg, indeed. I really just the tip. <laughs> yeah, thanks for just the tip. Hey-o. <laughs> Hey-o. <laughs> All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> when your man says go put the helmet on, you better listen. Oh, because it's off to Lilith Forest. Oh. oh, God, I hope the Super Bowl party I'm at, there aren't going to be a bunch of girls wearing no underwear with jerseys on, wearing helmets. Uh, if there are, please let me know. Yeah, which party is this? I want to make sure I'm which, there. Which, by the way, Greg said the creepiest thing yesterday during the game. What? To Almost. Aaron Andrews. 
Oh. To the screen. But this is me to the screen at a private Super Bowl she, party. You talk about fingering Thanks her for, in the forest too? No. I, that wasn't me. You wanted to see her a little forest. Wow, thank you. <laughs> no, so Greg was, when Aaron Andrews came on the screen, we're all sitting there watching and Greg's like, and Aaron is wearing, you know, a ton of like the like scarf and a big puffy yeah. jacket and stuff because it's cold there. And Greg's like, Aaron Andrews needs to, Aaron Andrews is wearing too many clothes for my comfort. Someone needs to warm up Aaron Andrews. That is not how I said that I'll at all. I'll warm you up, wow. Aaron Andrews. That is, I <laughs> said nothing like that. that you is not, said, I'll warm you I up, said, Aaron Andrews. I did not say that. I did not say that. If you're going to quote me, at least get it right. No, what I said was, it's too bad it's so cold there and Aaron Andrews has to wear that jacket. And then you said, somebody warm up Aaron Andrews. Yeah. Okay, I said that. Yeah. Yeah. By somebody, that is, you meant you. That Well, sure. I would volunteer <laughs> for that job, but that is not what I said exactly how you said that. So, so is Aaron Andrews, is she covering the Super Bowl stuff too? Uh Probably. I, I, don't, uh, I don't think so, because isn't the Super Bowl CBS? Oh, is it CBS? Okay, I think yeah, so, then she yeah. wouldn't be. No, yeah. they'll, they'll be doing coverage on Fox, but... Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Mm. Fine. We're going to start pulling back the curtain some more. All right. Um, yeah, is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, I, I don't know what that means either. Did you guys see the weird-ass commercial with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. I'm... That was another thing the country was divided on. I am firmly in the camp of I want to know what's going to happen. I do want to know with him playing ping pong with the with the wig and the sweatband. Yeah. Yeah, there's Didn't help that I'm kind of having a rediscovery of my love of Arnold movies. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just kind of was kind of just riding that out. Well, there's a new one that that just came out too, right? With Last uh, Stand? Yeah, the Last it's Stand. Badass, it's man. Good? It's on Netflix right now. What is it about? Oh, I mean it's not very I mean, when I say badass, doesn't mean it's very good. <laughs> Uh, he is a about to retire. I mean, he's a he's an ex LA narcotics guy. Okay, that is now just living the the sweet almost retired life of a of a sheriff in a small town in New Mexico. And this this drug like cartel guy breaks out of prison and gets the fastest Corvette ever made. And he's gonna <laughs> blow through the town, but like his like evil minions are like building like bridges and because he just needs to drive across the border because all the airports have been shut down. Oh, so they have secret bridges. Yeah, yeah, man. So they have to like they have to like hold off at this town like it's the last stand. Oh, so it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, God, um, Johnny Knoxville as a crazy guy who gets deputized because he has a museum of guns, <laughs> and it's got. Luis Guzman in it nice yeah who is bad at there's a scene I shit you not where Luis Guzman pulls out the sword of Atlantis which Conan fans know that's Conan's sword Badass. I'm like fuck I am so on board for this movie I like, will God. watch this movie oh man and like no one delivers our lines except for Guzman no one delivers lines very well but like the whole time you're like hell yeah this is this is the movie that the Expendables wanted to be yeah oh so good alright like I might that. own it it's pretty it's righteous. That oh, that yeah, good. it's like a like. I'm not gonna say I would sit down and watch it every time, but if I want to see shit blow up and like red mist as people get their heads blown off, and he's like, to take this deal, <laughs> like that's the. They drift a school bus, Greg. <laughs> this I. You're starting mean, to get a little more saliva they, in your I mouth. Know, they drift. <laughs> they drift starting to sweat. <laughs> they drift a school bus in the middle of the main street and then open up the back with a goddamn World War II era like trench gun. <sighs> And those are the good guys. You're, you're selling past the clothes. Yeah, now. no, I'm already great. sold on yeah, it. All right. I will watch this. <clears throat> yeah. I will absolutely be watching that one. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. Yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are gloriously nerdy. Yeah. Oh, I totally was nerdy for my own thing this weekend. I saw the new remake of uh, Flowers in the Attic, the new Lifetime they movie. It? They remade it. 
It was amazing. They that's, really should just call Lifetime the VC Andrews Network. Yeah, right. That's incesty, right? <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. I knew about it because I never read the book or saw the original movie. But yeah, like all I was waiting for the whole time was the incest, yeah. and the incest did come. Yes, it. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch that. VC Andrews is kind of amazing when you realize that that author wrote nothing but books about rape and incest targeted at thirteen-year-old mm-hmm. girls, and like yeah. no one once said. I think that's a good idea. Something uh, doesn't seem right here. Yeah. Oh, man. Flowers of the Attic is messed up. Yeah. That. Wow. It was, I it read was it awesome. Like my terrible. sophomore year of high school because I had a lot of friends, you know, girlfriends that were like, you'll like because they, ha- they basically pitch it as a horror book. And I'm like, oh, I like horror books. That's what I was always told it was, yep. too. Yeah. And no. it is kind of a it horror It is kind of horrific. Yeah. But it's not way, horror. Yeah. In the way that incest is horrific. Mm-hmm, being locked in an attic. Spoiler <laughs> oh, alert. Yeah. Pretty horrible. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's horrible, but it wasn't the horror I was expecting. Okay. No, and Heather Graham plays the evil mother. That's kind of hot. It was yeah. awesome. I mean... No, no she, like, she doesn't age. She doesn't no, age at no, all. She, she looks just as good as she did when she was a uh, roller girl. Like, oh, she yeah. looks exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. She's like David fantastic. Bowie, but, you know, not as talented and has tits. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, it's being suggested <laughs> in the chat for the uh, for the last stand that we were just talking about. Maybe that should be a movie commentary at some point. Fucking A, I'd comment on that one. All right. You guys could do that together. That sometime. I, I'm not as impressed with the Tokyo Drift bus machine. It's not Tokyo stuff. Drift, Sarah. That's a different kind of franchise. Tokyo oh Drift, gosh, though, is, however, when Fast and Furious started getting good. Because from then on, shit got real on Fast. Because then they added The Rock. And scientifically, it has been proven that you add The Rock to a movie, it becomes a financial success. <laughs> Generally, the Tooth Fairy was pretty bad. Made money. Yeah, I know. That, that was him, right? Or was that Vin yeah. Diesel? No, that was him. Okay, that was him. Vin yeah. Diesel was the uh, like the uh, the FBI the babysitter the, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Everyone has to do their version of Suburban Commando eventually. Yeah, like, it's being asked. All right. What about uh, the Rock in the Tooth Fairy? Uh, the movie's horrible. But the Rock's said. awesome. He was it successful? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the Tooth Fairy one. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I was still thinking of VC Andrews. No, the, look, the movie is horrible, but The Rock is good in everything because he's The Rock. So know your role and shut your mouth. Wait, me or The Rock? That was a rock statement. I was saying. Yeah. Oh. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up on the Fun Employment Radio Network today... Oh, right. <laughs> drive yeah. time at the drive-in. Like I didn't double-check I'm, that you were doing Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I was thinking about The Rock. Um, that's awkward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, today at 5.30, drive time at the drive-in. Uh, we will be, probably not in its entirety because it's a long-ass soundtrack, but we will be playing music from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be awesome. awesome. I think oh, yeah. Nate from Accidental Housewives might be joining me, but then cool. at 7, The Accidental Housewives. There you go. All right. And hopefully so I, won't, much happening. I won't crash files and we'll be able to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure that happens. One can only hope. <laughs> 5.30 p.m. right here at funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And, of course, get your tickets to the Lister Party. Yes. Uh, do that now. You can go to our website. It, there's a link right there at the top of all the posts. And we'll put one on this uh, episode Yeah, we'll put as it well. on each one. Just to remind you. So, yeah, click there. Go get your tickets. Uh, get them pre-sale now to make sure you get in. You want to mess around with that? Mm-hmm. All right. Yay! You guys are awesome. We'll be back <laughs> uh, tomorrow with more yes, Fun Employment Radio.com. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Things try rock. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.